Begin Podfix Network transmission in three, two, one. Hey everybody, this is former WWF Light Heavyweight Champion Gilbert Brother, and you're listening to the Greetings Guild Podcast. And then I punched a nun. <clears throat> really? Yeah, well, you know, she had it coming. Uh, yeah, well, but there was like a bunch of them. Well, no, just specifically Sister Tabitha. She knows what she did. Yeah, but did the other the others not come after you? Like no, immediately? Dude, they punched her too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no turning the cheek in that crowd, I guess. No, 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 not at all. Well, they did, just so, you know, the other ones could make contact with it, you know. Oh, hey, they're, they're, airplane. What what uh, what episode is this? Does it matter after that? It's it's the episode where even Whatever Bob, episode you want it to be. Bob okay. didn't even give enough of a shit about it to make a rundown. That's which episode <laughs> it is. No, welcome everybody to episode one hundred and three ish of the Cretans <laughs> Guild podcast. I am Jay. With me as always is Fuck Chinley and Skipper Bob. That's Hi. right. Yeah. And how is everyone doing tonight? It's re- <laughs> it's very good. <laughs> but now 100 is like the threshold uh, that we're allowed to hit when we can stop like intentionally counting. Well, I mean, we, I know we have we've so far. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, it's been like the reason we the reason we well, the reason y'all stop counting. I don't I don't do the intros because, uh, you know, I suck at that um, is uh Basically, well, I don't know really why. Um, laziness? Is that it? Or just laziness to is form? a valid reason. Uh, efficiency? We can go with that. That is not a reason. It's not a reason? There's nothing efficient about this show, Corey. No. <laughs> <laughs> Words I'd use to describe our podcast. Efficient. No. No. It'd be, great. List. <laughs> It'd be great to be combative on that with you, but fuck it. <laughs> efficient does not enter our mind map of uh, design efficiency of our uh, of our podcast. No efficient efficiency whatsoever within this workspace. We're wildly inefficient. We're very inefficient, or we're very efficient at being inefficient. Well, inefficient conversation is the best kind of conversation. Sure. And we wouldn't be trafficking in anything but. We no, have made... how, are you, how are you guys doing? How are you guys doing? What's going on in your life? I'm indifferent. <laughs> you're, you're indifferent? I'm indifferent. There's no shits to be bartered or tendered within this, within this whole thing. Our whole deal. Okay, Bob, you got raided the other night, huh? Uh, yeah, I've hit. Uh, I'm over 50 followers on Twitch now, which mm-hmm. for some people, like, so fucking what? But hey, big deal for me. I have two. Yeah. Good job, dude. Oh, no. I broke. I broke eight, <laughs> and I did that shit twice a week for like six months. It was a good. It was a good cat. Oh, well, I didn't catch the live cast. I just saw the replay of it. But you were killing it. So yeah, that's easy to believe. It was super cool to watch. It was super cool to to see your reaction to that happening. <laughs> like I, I'm, I'm glad you posted that clip. That was that was really really nice. Yeah, yeah, it was just like a snowball effect of like three people wanting to raid me all at once. And like, who are you people? And why are you so awesome? <laughs> Which is unlike so- the last raid that we got. Where, <laughs> which I'm glad that we're in like the laughing range of that now. But um, oh, we were in the laughing range that night. Are you kidding me? Uh, yeah, but yeah. it was kind of like, what is going? What? This is yeah. before I knew what that was. Yeah, yeah it's like... <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> so who who ended up doing the raid? Do you know? 
A uh, couple people that I'm, uh, well, uh, Steffers, who is part of the monorail family. I'm friends with her. Yep, Steffers uh, is funny. And then, like, a couple of friends of friends who suggested a raid on me. Um, but it was basically uh, Heel Kevin is the guy's name. And uh, another guy, his name escapes me right now. I, he's like a friend of a friend of a friend, that kind of thing. He's like, hey, let's raid this guy. He only has, like, ten followers. Cool. But it was really, it was... It was incredibly sweet of all these people to just, and it was kind of funny how I had the, the the alert set up on my Twitch where I get a new follower, mm-hmm. and the sound effect could not keep up. It was that was ding, a good ding, fucking ding, feeling. Ding, ding, that was super yeah. cool to see, man. That was, <laughs> it sounded like a freaking pinball machine. Yeah. <laughs> although you got to admit, not very much, uh, not very much of a heel move though on the part of heel Kevin. Yeah, I called him out on that. I was like, it's a, it's a little anti heelish to be. You know, quite frank about it. Yeah. Almost baby face. <laughs> baby, baby face. Thank you. Baby face. Shitty Sean Connery yeah. impersonator. Uh, Not that ugly little baby face. <laughs> so fucking and more. And then slap it with a two by four. My God. The baby has earned itself some ire. <laughs> Really, which baby hasn't? So, yeah, that was that was really fun to see. So you're up over fifty now. Yep. So are you going to be a professional Twitch streamer? Because I, I don't, don't know if that's well, a lot or a little or what. Because I I'm terrified of that platform. I think that is like one of the uh, the prerequisites to hit affiliate status. I've seen nice. I've seen people hit affiliate with like fucking twenty. So I would oh, go nah, pursue you need that. fifty. Need fifty? Yeah, unless. Uh, there's standards that change over the last few years, but yeah, oh. it, it, you need 50. So then I should have been a little less exact. A paltry amount of viewers. Well, you need 50 <laughs> and yeah. like a couple other uh, notes. Like you have to stream a couple of times a month and then mm-hmm. hit so many hours in a month and have so many people chatting at the same time. It's There's a couple of prerequisites, and I think I'm still short of one, maybe. What's that one? I don't know. I'd have to look it up. A little, a little payola, a little grease palmery, or... Little little handy behind the Tim Hortons. Little, uh, yeah, a little. <laughs> gotta give a little 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 squeezer. <laughs> That's gonna cost me two loonies and a toonie. <laughs> I fuck you, bud. Just <laughs> <laughs> trying to come up with something clever and vulgar, and I can't do it because you two are so much better at it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. No, you handle the vulgar just well. Yeah, you do great with vulgarity. Yeah, it's brute face, brute force vulgarity. The brute face vulgarity. That too. Yeah. That's, a, that's a thing now. You that's just uttered it into existence. That's a six-digit number, you as far as some people are concerned. Uh, and now the universe has to deal with it. Uh, you know, we were talking about conventions a minute ago, and Jay, you've been to how many recently? Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> the, like, uh, say in the last two weeks, three weeks. <laughs> the the last... So, all right. So, I will, I will recap my last three weeks, because it's been... It's been fucking nuts. Um, all right, so three weeks ago, I was in Milwaukee for Midwest Gaming Classic, which is my favorite show of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a fucking massive show. Milwaukee's a cool-ass town. The food is amazing and just so full of fat. It's Milwaukee. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, and it was really cool. because So I went, to, I went to MGC last year in November, and this year they moved it back to their normal time, which is in uh, first weekend of May, I think. I think it was last weekend of April, first weekend of May, because it ran into September or ran into May first, uh, and that was awesome. Uh, we got an Airbnb with some uh, other YouTubers, uh, hung out there, had a great old time. Went and saw Sonic Two, uh, which is a fucking fun movie. Dude, is um, it not depressing as shit that that's the movie that uh, Jimmy Carrey's going out on? Not because it's Sonic Two, 
but because he's been like killing it in both of those movies. Hey, I'm happy if that's how he's going to go out. I'm happy he's going out yeah, on that. Yeah, note you know they're going to go for the trifecta though, and he's not going to be part of it, which is what depresses me. He will. He will. Yeah, you think he's just? You think they're just kind of okay? So, all right, not to break into it. There's a little me part nodding of me... my head on an audio podcast. Yes. <laughs> Don't worry, we're all we're all guilty of yes, those sins by this point. Yeah, um, it's cool. As a matter of fact, I think we should expect that by now. Um, <laughs> there was there's a little part of me that's thinking about that whole story as kind of like getting people preemptively hyped for the idea of a third movie. No, not everyone's seen it yet. Uh, two. Yeah. Okay, I'm not describing any not, of the yeah, movies. Not that you're really you're blowing uh, Oscar-worthy minds here, but yeah. Yeah. Well, you know that Jim Carrey is in it, so I don't think that's a spoiler. Um, but there he's is on also, the poster. He's on the poster, right? <laughs> I mean, it's pretty flagrant, honestly. Um, tipping that much of their hand. Um, but there was like, you remember the the big controversy? You know, use this term loosely. Uh, that uh, pre- prefaced the first one, right? With the, the f- with Sonic's look, yeah, with the whole aesthetic, and then it looked like shit. And there's a lot of people out there saying that that was false because they were trying to drum up interest in the movie. And if you just drop boom, that kind of a product in front of like one of the most uh, cynical and uh, hypercritical audiences in any fandom, that they're going to see what they got eventually and be like, hey, yeah, it, it's called the new thing. Coke method. The new Coke method, exactly. So I think that people are kind of like saying that about this possibility, this hypothetical idea that the third movie is even going to become a thing by saying Jim Carrey is retiring, which is kind of funny because that also in, in, that also implies that he's not going to have any other movies happening after Sonic 2 until this third one happens, which is kind of ludicrous, really. It's still Jim Carrey, but... That's 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 what I think because it's a stupid idea. And now that I'm saying it out loud, I'm regretting all of it. <clears throat> that's normal. Okay. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's par for the course. Uh, uh, so Milwaukee was cool. Uh, convention was great. I was uh, given an award when I was there, uh, which was pretty cool. You got it. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm going to talk about it. Okay. Okay. Was, okay, 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 okay. Um, so there is a group called uh, it's a man called Walter Day. He's in charge of uh, like certifying uh, like high scores in arcade games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of the driving force behind uh, speed running and high score competitions and stuff like that. And it's kind of spun away from just doing that to kind of doing like a who's who in gaming. Uh, and one of the things that happened at this show was I was given an award by being, uh, let me, let me, it's, I know it's a video podcast or an audio podcast, but I kind of need to show off what it is. So give me one second. Okay. All right. All right. So yeah, uh, old school gamer magazine, uh, gave me this, uh, one of the superstars of 2022 trading card awards ceremony yeah so i have uh trading cards with my big fat fucking face on them now um and it wasn't the photo of you holding up the meat no it wasn't the big beefy <laughs> bullshit card uh it's me holding a gamecube controller um, uh, tragic i don't i don't have that picture anymore otherwise oh, I, I would do. use that for my publicity shots i, um, do. I have the psd <laughs> that i made it with uh so yeah i i got that award um a bunch of us did uh, i did my friend chris did um john riggs john hancock uh we all got awards from this company and we have trading cards we can give to people and yeah it was crazy uh it was um 
So instead kind of like, of, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Kind of like the first time I've really been uh, hyper aware of the fact that I have no fucking clue what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, because when someone gives you an award and says you're really good at this, and you go, yeah, but I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> um, Roll with it. Yeah, it's it's uh, it it was it led to a uh, couple imposter syndrome. There you go. Yep. A couple couple uh, about a week of just really dealing with heavy imposter syndrome and uh, needing to get out of my own headspace for a little while, which was great because after that, mm-hmm. <laughs> the crazy weeks rolled on. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we got back from Milwaukee, we went to Letterkenny Live, uh, which nice. was fucking fantastic and not fucking embarrassing. Um, but what'd you call it? A masterpiece. Uh, uh, I would call it a master PS. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, uh, it, it was great. So one of the things that they do, and I didn't realize that they did this when we saw it in Detroit a couple of years ago, because I don't know fuck all about Detroit. Detroit is <laughs> I don't want to be there. Uh, but I do know a lot about Kalamazoo. Mm-hmm. And uh, they do a bit with uh, Shorzy, obviously. And uh, Shorzy is yelling with Riley and Jonesy. And like for like five minutes, it's just riffing on local stuff. Like you know, uh-huh. it's like uh, I don't remember. What, uh, your mom calls uh, <laughs> anyone who says the 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 line between your mom's mitt and her taint is a rough road is never driven down West Nidge in the middle of the night. And like it's <laughs> like it's fucking fantastic. So uh, just like five minutes of that of just local shit going off. It was great. Um, but the show was fantastic. Uh, it really. Uh, it was really needed just because I was not not great after uh, the uh, the award ceremony. Uh-huh. Um, and then uh, we went camping for four days uh, up in Holland, Michigan. And that was fine. And that was nice and relaxing. And then I got back and then I went to another convention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and that was this past weekend down in Columbus, Ohio at uh, KorgsCon, which is the Columbus, Ohio Retro Gaming Society convention. Uh, and that show is amazing. It's a one day show uh, like just the swappiest of swap meets mm-hmm. uh, and it's just oh it's so good so good <laughs> so much stuff from fucking floor to ceiling prices were great people were great uh, there was no air in the building and that really sucked um, because by the end of the day hopefully there was some deodorant in the building little fight not as much as you'd hope <laughs> <laughs> uh, little fucking funky not gonna lie to you uh-huh. um but the show was great, uh, and I, I got to hang out with uh, a bunch of people. Let's see. Uh, mainly Riggs. Riggs and I were at a table together. I, oh, yeah, I had a, I had a table mm-hmm. with my name on it, like, <laughs> like you know, guests at a convention do. Did you provide um, the table, or was it no, just no, no, there? No, they, they gave <laughs> us the table, and it was like, here, here, your name's on it. Now, it wasn't like a fancy one at MegaCon where they get mm-hmm. the placards printed out. It was a fucking piece right. of paper with my name scribbled on it. But I didn't yeah, That's it. fine. That was cool as hell. It's, it's a table for you to sit at. And then I guess you put your shit on top of it. But yeah, did, yeah, did you well, have merch? I, I didn't because I, I didn't know what the fuck I was supposed to do. Concubines. Um, you bring concubines. And, and I, didn't stand realize, <laughs> I didn't realize that going to a convention as a guest for the first time, it would have been logical to ask, you know, mm-hmm. my friend John, <laughs> hey, what the fuck do I do with this thing? I really should have asked that question. I didn't. So I had a little pile of business cards that was about this big uh-huh. and a little pile of stickers that was about this big on mm-hmm. the very corner of the table. Um, so there I'm you like, go. You want my sticker? So, so next year, next year, I'll have something to do. Um, hey, hey, Corey and I will fly up there and we will be your booth babes. Dude, I will be so happy, but you both have to dress as Slave Leia. Yeah, okay. <laughs> 
Oh, what, Bob? You're gonna leave me hanging on this shit? No, God I gotta find it. a golden brazier that that fits my size. Okay, why don't you have one already? That's a, that's a, that's an outfit order. for all occasions. Yeah, every, on, you can't find anything right now. Everything <sighs> is on back order. All right, all right. I'll give you the gold filigree. kind of hard to get a hold of right now. <laughs> all right. So, uh, show is great. Uh, my video for that actually went live today, and it is uh, doing stupid good. Last I checked. Oh. Uh, let's see. 281 views, which I know for a lot of people doesn't sound like a lot, but that's more than what I get. You two bitches on your humility. I'm getting tired of it. I'm going to whip my dick out and show you real humility. Okay. Um, now, the walls in this place are very thin. I went out on a limb with that one. I hope you really appreciate it. <laughs> so so the video is doing really well. It's it's uh, it's one out of ten. It's my highest video for a while. Um, it won't be there tomorrow because I've had a couple that have, that have kind of spiked up in views overnight uh, right. for various reasons, but uh, it's been, it's got like a 10% click through rate. So people are seeing it and they're watching it. And that means a lot to me. Um, Bob, for the YouTube illiterate, that means. Uh, so uh, click through rate is mm. someone sees the thumbnail and they say, oh, that title and thumbnail are interesting enough. I'll watch that. And they click it. Oh, okay. So right. of you, the... You've got to ask him. I have, I don't get that kind of traffic. Uh, so, right. Of the number of impressions. So like if, so I've got 10% right now. If a hundred people have seen it, 10 people have watched it. Okay. So, shit. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> Um, and, uh, I got to do a panel. I was on a panel mm -hmm. the first time, which was fun. Um, and yeah, it was a good time. It was a really good time. And how, Columbus how is nerve wracking awesome. was that? Not, not nerve wracking at all. <laughs> oh, uh, it cool. actually wasn't bad. Um, I kind of, like I said, the, the, the camping trip I used to kind of, uh, get my head right and kind of get back to being comfortable with, with who I am. Mm -hmm. uh, and I thought I was going to be really nervous going up to the panel, but when I got up there, I was like, this is fine. This is, it's me, John, uh, Mike, and like 20 people are sitting here. So it's just shooting the shit with folks. Um, so it was fine. Uh, and then, yeah, the, the next day, it was a one day show. So we ended the show and then we, <laughs> we went back to the hotel room and <laughs> fell asleep because <laughs> there was no air in the yeah. fucking <laughs> convention center. We were, we were fried, literally. Yeah. Uh, but the next day, we we just kind of drove around Columbus until John had to fly out, uh, and it's it's kind of a nerd mecca. Like it's it's got a amazing toy store right on Main Street called Big Fun, mm -hmm. uh, which is like the best of what uh, Acme used to be, mm. crammed into like <clears throat> a night an early 1900 storefront. That goes oh, from, man. from the storefront all the way fucking back. It's like it's like walking into uh, Lowry's in downtown Three Rivers, but it's the size of a closet. Kokomo Toys. Yes. It was like that place, right? Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. God. As far as like aesthetic goes, Kokomo Toys is like like one of the most splendid things you could ever let your eyes absorb. It was so cool. Uh, but let's see, what did I get there? I got. Uh, do you guys remember the toys? Our little the little figures when Willow came out, little almost like tin soldiers. I have no, no fucking clue. No, I don't remember those at all. Well, I found three of those and I grabbed those. Um, and Fuck I got <laughs> I got a uh, garbage can of mussels. Nice. Oh, <laughs> and it's I mean it's it's a repack. It's uh -huh. not it's not an original and it's full of common mussels. But I got a garbage can. I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. No, no, <laughs> nobody's really looking at gift horse in the mouth. Or are, are we talking like a little? Gar plastic garbage can? Are we talking like a full on? No, no, yard? no. It's it's <laughs> it's. They used to sell mussels in garbage cans. Right, like, little plastic ones, right? Yeah, this tall, that big around. Um, it's like the size of a coffee, like a Coke can, basically. 
but yeah, they used to sell them like that, and that was like one of my favorite things to get as a kid was to get the the garbage can of mussels. So it's about the size of the um the uh, uh the 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 tiki mug, the Nashville um yeah, the Tennessee trash. Tennessee trash. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's been my adventures for the last three weeks. Um, and I got promoted at work. Mm-hmm. So since I got back from the... <laughs> your millhouse and everything's coming up, you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thrill house. Since I got back from the convention Thrill at house. Columbus, it's been three straight days of interviewing people. Mm-hmm. So it's been like non fucking stop for three day, for three weeks now, going on four weeks. So, mm. but it's fun. I'm looking forward to sleeping soon. <laughs> <laughs> ah, sleep is overrated. Ugh, I should know. But so nice when you get it. So how, how about you, Bob? You got anything going on in the, your professional life? Uh, a couple of different things. Uh, I do want to talk about a little uh, past preview thing I did uh, a week ago over at Epcot, the oh, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Oh, you got to do it. I get, I did get to do it. Uh, Alicia and I grabbed passes. We uh, As soon as I got off of work Monday morning, we went straight over to Epcot, nice. went in, and I think you guys would enjoy this ride. Now, now this because it's Disney World. This isn't the one that replaced uh, Twilight Zone. This is in Epcot. No, no, no. This is at Epcot. This replaced uh, Universe of Energy. Oh, thank God! Wow, what a bummer. All right, anyway, I mean, <laughs> uh, Universe of Energy was a great, uh, a great nap on a hot day. Yeah, but dude, the only thing. Okay, I guess there's people that came into it after the Ellen years, but the only thing I remember from Universe of Energy is the big rubber dinosaur, and that's it. Yeah, that, yeah well, that's basically it. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Yeah, yeah I like, mean, the pre-show like, had Bill Nye and uh, Alex Trebek, and obviously, well, we should probably phase that out by now. Jeez, I don't even remember that. But it was like 40 minutes long. If you yeah. just sitting in a car, it was a great way on a hot day to get in the air conditioning for an hour. Well, it was 40 minutes long, and you're sitting on like a giant theater floor in some sort of a bleacher setup Yeah. for like 40 minutes, and the bleachers move slightly. So there's no real, there's no real like, uh, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Something that makes it a ride a ride, basically. Well, I mean, there's movement. There's movement. That's it's mostly it's mostly in your bowels though, because you need to go to the bathroom because it's too fucking long. Oh yeah, they do warn you that it's like it, this is like a good 25 minute ride. You might want to hit the can before getting on. Yeah, and hopefully with Guardians, that's not the case. No, Guardians was uh, over in less than two minutes. Yeah. Uh, the original Universe of Energy uh, Pavilion, that is all the queue now. The ride itself is a separate building all of its own. Cool. And it's a it's a launch start. And I remember seeing uh, test footage of when they were first putting the ride together, like in Germany or wherever they originally built it. And these two engineers <laughs> are sitting in it. And ich it's... bin Groot! Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> ich bin Groot! <laughs> <laughs> so... These cars, they uh, they do go on a track, but they rotate to the left and to the right so they can get you to look in a particular direction that you want. Um, the, there's dips, there's curves, there's turns and everything. So it's not really like any other ride out there. Not even um, like, say, Hogwarts. It's not like that mm-hmm. um, where you're, like, your car is on an arm and the arm is like twisting and turning in all kinds of directions. You're, you're on a track. And it's in pitch black. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could not follow the story at all <laughs> because I was not prepared for the ride. Because the sensory uh, overload. Yeah, it was a little bit of a sensory overload because even though it's in like pitch dark, 
and you could see like a little bit of track and just but not enough to make me calm <laughs> especially <laughs> in the dark you it looks like you're going faster than you really are uh-huh so my the whole time just i'm like in a thx promo ad with my hair blowing i'm like oh god flying <laughs> <laughs> around corners and it, i could not i think there was a story involved in the ride i i don't know i was too busy like grasping onto the armrest for dear life and i can proudly say i did not have to take the walk of shame on this one this was this is this is built for just about any kind of body frame size whatever yeah, oh, nice. that's, that's something Universal really needs to step its fucking game up on. Yeah. 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 Not to throw Universal under the bus, but here's the bus Universal. Get under it. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's so many fucking rides there that just... The, the, how much do these engineers get paid to solve problems? That's essentially what an engineer's role in that sort of an arc, in that sort of a uh, setup yeah, is. They don't, they don't think fat people go on thrill rides. Oh, man. How long have they been in Florida? They don't well, they make it in like, Germany. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Groot's about the size of a redwood in Germany. You'd think. You'd think they'd use that as an indicator, <laughs> but maybe not. I don't know. That's one thing I've always... That's, it's, and I, I haven't always had like that kind of a problem with rides like that, but like your introduction to any, uh, any sort of those um, uh, uh, virtual... Uh, virtual track rides. I don't know if there were, there's a name for them, but basically whatever Spider-Man is when you're in a car, car's moving, but not as much as you think it is because whatever you're seeing is misleading you. Um, there's so much, like, like, especially like the Hogwarts one when you mentioned it. Like the first time I went into uh, Gringotts ride, the that one, I got on it. I remembered that I, I remember getting into a car and like seeing Helena Bonham Carter at some point, but remembering like fucking none of it as soon as I got off. Because there was so much shit yeah. happening, you know, and it, it takes like maybe two to three more rides in order to realize that like, oh, there's a narrative here. That's not Ron Weasley, but it looks <laughs> like him. <laughs> that that was me with uh, Transformers at Universal. Transformers, like, Transformers still does that shit with me. Actually, yeah, me too. Like yeah. Transformers, I wrote it and I got off of it. I was like, I really like that. What, what the, the hell happened? happened? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck was going on, but I really liked that ride. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, it was actually the fun thing. The funny thing is that like um, Transformers is actually uh, a mirrored track to uh, Spider-Man. I think that's pretty much common knowledge. I, I, yeah, like, I think it's very similar. I don't. I'm not sure if it's 100% mirror, but yeah, it's. I, I don't mean mirror. I mean it's the same damn. It's the same fucking ride. Oh, yeah, the same. same yes, yeah. with the same beats and everything. Like when um, you know Doc Ock is throwing the flame arm at you, which I'm pretty sure he doesn't have in the comics, but whatever. Uh, that's when um, damn, who was it? That's when you're getting an afterburner blown in your face at the same exact spot mm-hmm. and all that other stuff. And I forget which Transformer it is that, like, blows water all over you, and I don't even want to know because they're not supposed to do that. <laughs> that's that's basically a UTI for a Transformer, isn't it, when a hose bursts? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> like, the minute that happens in the ride, you should be here in Optimus wherever it goes going, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> You should get that looked at. <laughs> Autobots, zip up and let's go. <laughs> Ironhide, stop lubricating the men. <laughs> the one spot in the first movie I always fucking hated is when Bumblebee pees oil on the John Turturro. That was so stupid. Yeah. Yes. But that's Michael Bay. <sighs> also true. Yeah. Yes, it is. So, the Guardian's right. I'm sorry. <laughs> what else you got going on, Bob? <laughs> 
Well, that was the last week. Uh, this week is MegaCon. Oh. And I just bought myself a new DSLR, so I've been practicing with it, training with it, trying to learn its uh, pros and cons and little quirks and everything. So I'm going to be walking around for the next three days just mm -hmm. taking photos of cosplayers. Just make sure you ask because... <clears throat> yeah, I learned that the hard way. A couple yeah. Years back. <laughs> I was there for that. You were? You were? Yeah, uh, that pyramid head was very forgiving, though. Yeah, it was. It was a pyramid head, right? Yeah, it, it was a she pyramid head, but yeah. Yeah, and I was like, well, she didn't cut you in half. That's good. I just walked away from that without a scratch. <laughs> that was very courteous. Happy. That was very polite. Of her. Yeah, I know. It's like pyramid heads calmed down a lot since uh, Silent Hill too. Also, swap biology somehow, but maybe that's part of James' <laughs> subconscious. I don't know. So. So yeah, yeah, I'm gonna try and get in line, meet a couple of celebrities. Like all four of the hobbits from Lord of the Rings are gonna be there. Nice. Um, is disgruntled, uh, is disgruntled Gandalf going to be there? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's too old to travel, but <laughs> damn it. That, that TikTok you sent me was hilarious. Was phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. Was so good. You didn't see what he was doing. No one <laughs> told about what Kippen was doing before this. <laughs> Everyone had the shits for a week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God yeah. bless that old fart. <laughs> Oh, I want to get a photo with uh, Ashley Eckhart. She's going to be there. The voice of As uh, Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Yep. Uh, let's see. I'm also going to... Uh, uh, Jay and Silent Bob, they're going to be there. Do Nathan Fillion's going to be there. He smells good. Yeah. Just throwing that out there. Okay. He smells real good. Should, so should I smell his hair when I get up to him? Do no, that. No, take you don't it, really need to. He just like, big, exudes good odor. Draw like, he's, of that. he's just it a just good smelling dude. off of him. Like, I've almost been run over by, by Nathan Fillion. He I'm just, sorry, there's a story there. Not much of a story, but yes, there is. Uh, so FX Show is working it, um, and I was in Artist Alley, and I was helping one of the artists pack up their stuff and carry their books out to their truck so they could drive home. Uh, and at the end of the show, Nathan stole a uh, an electric scooter from a fan <laughs> and was just joyriding around the FX Show. We're going to have uh, to assume, because he's like, a polite Canadian, this fan did not need the electric scooter for anything. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, right. But he uh, came ripping around the corner and <laughs> almost ran me over, uh, and I apologized to him for being there. <laughs> As you should have. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, he smells good. Okay. I thought that ended differently, though. Didn't he, like, yell back at you, sorry, or something like that? I think he said it's okay or something oh, like yeah, that. It was, okay. it was just, I was like, oh, it's okay. You know, just like. <laughs> He's such a nice, gracious man, that Nathan Fillion. Where's my knees? <laughs> <laughs> and the last day of the convention, I'm going to actually try my hand at some uh, public cosplay for the first time. Nice. Yeah. And we've had a preview. Yeah, mm -hmm. I am nervous as fuck about it. Uh, don't be nervous. You look great. It's going to well, be awesome. I've been, I've added some more stuff since the last. Uh, last preview I gave you guys mm -hmm. to make it look better. Okay. And I think it works. It's just very self-conscious about being a fat cosplayer. Don't be. You'll be that, fine. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't mean shit anymore. Nope. Didn't mean shit initially anyway, but you know, the community used to be a different place back in the day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, are you revealing it like on, on this one or are you uh, moving it uh, are you displacing? Uh, I'm going to hold. Well, we're taping this. Uh, it's going to air after it's happened. So I, uh, okay, I, can, I could wake up on Saturday. It's like I don't want to do this. Like that could very well. Okay. Happen. 
Mm. Well, okay. I hope you don't right. because I think the <clears throat> I think the cosplay itself looks great without spoiling what it is. Yeah. Um, I think you have most importantly you have the right facial expressions based on the pictures you've taken um which is 90 percent of a cosplay is mm-hmm. if you can embody the attitude then who the fuck cares what your body type looks like like as long as you can fulfill the goal of playing the character that you're cosplaying as mm-hmm. you got it and you are nailing it so yeah i think i am at the uh, the point of no return because i just had my hair dyed blonde yep thought so so. <laughs> <laughs> but said, like, you've either been in the sun an awful lot, and I know mm-hmm. that's not the case because I know where you work. And... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of funny because most of the people at the place that he works at do have tans somehow, but they're in the building for about as long as, <laughs> if not longer, than he is. So... Yeah, I didn't go full Steve Carino, but uh, <clears throat> it, there is some yellow in there. Yeah, nobody really goes full Steve Carino unless they're like on B block. And they don't have enough cigarettes. <clears throat> anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, without teasing too much about the cosplay, I think I said this earlier in chat, but I meant it. I really wish I could be down there to go like bowling with you in this getup afterwards, because that would be oh fucking money. Yeah. That would have been the shits. But there are no shits to be had during MegaCon this year. There's no more shits to be had. Nope, we are <laughs> shitless. And, God... I, <laughs> Fuck, man. When's the last time I was okay? Does any do either one of you two remember going to a con with me in the recent in the like the last five years even? Twenty nineteen MegaCon. Twenty nineteen MegaCon. Yeah, I know this because I just w- rewatched the video I edited a few days ago. It's like, oh, oh wait, yeah, that's, with me. that's the one we were talking about. Where? Uh, oh yeah, that was the one with Pyramid that was Head the one. Girl. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Shit, I'm barely like grasping onto any of these memories. Just bleh. that's why I take video. <laughs> What's that? That's why I take videos. I, I vlog some of these things because I wouldn't remember on my own. A visual record? That's a very good idea. <laughs> um, now, C2E2 would have been like two months ago, but uh, Chicago's got its own way of doing things right now and trying to catch up with like all of its delayed uh, shows and events and stuff, as it, which they couldn't do that with Chris Kindle Market, but it's Christmas. Um, so I believe C2E2 is taking place this December. And I'm going to be fucking long gone before then. So, yeah, no cons for me this year. So, well, you're you're <clears throat> you're going down towards the Jacksonville area, right? I think so. It's sounding like that's what's going to be happening. Yes. There's there's some good shows down there, from what I remember. Um, well, essentially, I'm going to be around in that area, I guess, for the next year onwards. But like, there's some stuff that I really wanted to hit up there, that, up here, that I'm not going to be able to. Like, um. Brick World happens over in Schaumburg. That would have sure. been nice. Um, and of course, C2E2, which is just mentioned. Um, and uh, fuck me, I think that's it. <laughs> there's there's one in St. Augie called uh, the Ancient City Con 2022. What's that about? Uh, I might make my way out for that. St. Augustine has a convention? Yeah. Like, I know they've got like a lot of pirate cosplayers up there, but they've got They've got pretty much daily engagement, you know, as long as the uh, Ripley Museum still st- stays uh, open. I'd put money on it. They have like a ghost convention of some kind. Uh, they, they, they do. Bob, the you fun. need to go. What's this? Uh, first guest list. First person on the guest list is Andrew Robinson Garrick from Deep Space Nine. What kind of convention is this? Well, uh, it looks to be just a multicon. So it looks like you're going to have uh, just 
just mixed media. You got comics, video games, anime. Um, Ancient City Con 2022. Okay, World yeah. Golf Village because why not? <laughs> Golf's like sixty percent of the economy in that part of the state. Well, it's probably got a nice, uh, nice convention center in the uh, in the hotel. <laughs> well, it's it's got it's got a very it's got a very generous open bar as well in the nineteenth hole, <laughs> and plenty of ball washers too. You just have to tip them. Remember that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Fucking fuck. Well, if I'm down there at that point and you're down to go ahead and hit that up with me, I'd be more than I'd be more than happy to because it's been like way too damn long. Especially after the year that dare not be mentioned that and just other shit, just stuff stacking and stacking. That doesn't narrow it down. There's been a couple of years that shall not be mentioned. Yeah, <laughs> well, uh, the one big year that shall not be mentioned uh, was the year that we were mentioning like a whole lot in other podcasts dur- during it. Um, September 16th. Fuck. All right. All right. Let's see if I can make that happen. Um, but uh, I'm having a brain fart here. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. See, I thought it would have been a good... Um, uh, cast to drop today because of the amount of shit that just happened this last week. Other than with Jay. Because he was pr- <laughs> he was pretty much 50% of the shit, but there was like stuff happening around the uh, uh, the drama hurricane that is uh, that is our host of hosts here. Um, well, I, I want to <laughs> talk about She-Hulk, if no one minds. Yes, <laughs> no, please. I don't mind. <laughs> Go because ahead. I don't know that I have been more disappointed in a trailer because god damn that looks like shit. <laughs> that looks so fucking bad. You you're you're referring to the CGI, correct? Or is there is there something some other factor that's bothering you? Uh it doesn't feel like She-Hulk to me. No. It feels like it fucking does not. It feels like people trying to cop the Dan Slot run or the Peter David run <sighs> and only kind of being It's like it's like what banana candy is. It's like someone described to someone what bananas taste like, and they said, I can make a candy that tastes like that, and it tastes nothing like bananas. Oh, like runts. Yeah, like runts. Okay, all right. And yes, uh, She-Hulk I... is the runts of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> it's like someone described to them, this is what Dan Slott's run like. This is mm-hmm. what Dan- this is what Peter David's run was like. And they went, I can make that show. Mm-hmm. And then that happened. So are you fearful that this is going to become another Star-Lord? Um, another Star Lord. Yeah, where the Star Lord in the MCU is nothing like the Star Lord in the comics. No, I think hey! it's gonna. Be, I think he, I think Jen is going to be Jen. She's a lawyer. Like I, I don't think they're like she's not going to be working at a fucking bakery. You know, yeah. you're not, we're not losing that <laughs> yeah. part of the character. Like she is. I don't know. Just I. It doesn't have the the spark. Like it needs to be quick. It needs to be fucking Ally McBeal. To be honest with you. I think they're trying to do that and try and they're trying to kind of like wedge that into whatever the MCU is by this point in its lifespan. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it feels like it's lost a whole lot of definition uh, after a certain point, especially like after not even after Endgame, like after Infinity War. And they were like, we got to wrap this shit up. It just became so much. Mm-hmm. That, that's pretty much like why they're taking like the wilder ideas and turning them into TV shows rather than you know films and such, uh, which is which is kind of nuts when you think about it because TV shows demand so much more coverage than than movies do 
movies just have to fill in a screen time mean of uh, at worst three hours uh infinity war and that was that was endgame but um tv shows were like an hour to clip because of that bullshit standard 10 episodes 12 episodes per run on the average like 12 hours of content that they have to create Mm-hmm. That seems to be like way more of a resource draw than having the film uh, having a film does, even to well, the scale of Infinity War. Uh, as of late, the Disney Plus series mm-hmm. uh, have been anywhere from six to eight episodes, mm-hmm. uh, and they've been anywhere from twenty-five to forty-five minutes tops. Right, that's right. Loki was only uh, six episodes, wasn't it? I, that's the average. It's about six episodes for these series. Right, okay. So I remember WandaVision being a bit more and, and overstaying the fuck out of its welcome. But um, there's a lot there. There's a lot there. I'm not going to get into fucking WandaVision again with you, all right? I've done it and I've said what I thought about it. You know, we got into it to, be, to begin I with. I don't either. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Moonbag was fucking awesome. <laughs> we, were, we remember that differently. I liked WandaVision, but regardless. I liked most of WandaVision. I'm still pulling bull, big old, big, beefy bullshit on the whole Evan Peters reveal. Nobody in the MCU is that stupid. Given the breadth of weird-ass shit that happens in the MCU on an hourly basis, nobody is going to look at somebody who does not look like the brother that died on them over a decade ago and be like, that could be my brother. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure that, from what I've been told, that's that could be my brother. Madness. What's that? I'm pretty sure from what I've been told that's been kind of cleaned up in Multiverse of Madness. God, I hope so, because I was like, yeah, I get it. It's fan service and somebody thought they were being cute. But the minute that happened, I was like, are you fucking real? Yeah, he's fast and he could be wearing a wig. I don't know. It didn't bother me at all. Um, it was ridiculous, man. It was... <laughs> I didn't like I Moon Knight. Know. I thought Moon Knight really? was fucking ugly. Man. Yeah, I, I thought it was terrible. I really did. I didn't yeah. think it was good at all. I haven't seen it yet, so I can't say anything. Just not my thing. Not my thing. Um, well, did you see it, Bob? Yeah. Yeah, Bob liked it, and it's it's not it's just not for me. Well, then one of you is objectively wrong. Probably. <laughs> I'll take those odds. <laughs> the one that I like the most out of the output so far is the one that, that I hear like the most shit out the most shit about actually, and that was uh, Falcon. Oh. No, I haven't seen Hawkeye yet. Uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. Um, I love that series. Yeah, I thought it was fine. Probably because of a lot of bias. I really like the casting in it. Of course, you know, Mackie and Stan are perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like who they picked for um, uh, US Agent uh, and the reveal of Elaine Bennis or whatever the fuck her name is um, <laughs> <laughs> as like as like the, the phase four baddie, et cetera, et cetera. But a lot of people thought that the uh, political angles of it were like um, awkwardly handled. There's at least one or two spots where I can kind of capitulate to that because they're still trying to frame it in like an impossible sort of uh, a narrative, you know, in a universe where literally anything can happen, for some reason this still happens, but it's kind of, I, you buy that, you buy that with that set, with that I with that absolutely setting. love that premise because yeah, it made total sense after five mm-hmm. years and the just the population overnight just doubles mm-hmm. and you don't have the amount of resources that's going to cause some shit Yeah, the one thing I will agree with a lot of people on though is that they went with the they went with the bright white uh, Cap Falcon outfit, which I thought was like hideous, even in the comics. And in order to bring that into like three dimensions was a surmountable, t- an insurmountable task. As far as I was concerned, I didn't think they were going to go with it. And then they did. And I was like, well, Rob Liefeld's got a big stiff one right now, but I, I don't. <laughs> it, it looked pretty rubbery and goofy uh, towards the end of it. Um, but that was mine. And that's the one that I like hear the most shit about. Loki was good. But 
Tom Hiddleston carried 75% of it, which is fine. And then Owen Wilson was the other 25. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Owen Owen Wilson... Owen Wilson being crazy. Dabney Coleman, oh, it was totally my shit. I have no, no problems <laughs> with that whatsoever. Um, I just, uh, I, I feel like, I feel like most of it was couched in that visual gimmick, that sort of like a retro future. And if you've already seen Beyond the Black Rainbow, then that's not like a new thing to you. And they kind of like leaned like right up against it, and be like, look at how visual interesting we are. And it's like I've seen this before, dude. It's it was all over the '70s and for a hot minute in 2012. But that was cool. Um, so She-Hulk's kind of like one of mine. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah, like we all have ours from Oh, comics. one of your favorites? Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's like, you know, Howard. Um, I got Lobo. I got Guy Gardner. Plastic Man. Um, Jay's got uh, Blue and Gold. Um, Blue and Gold, Hawkeye, Ms. Marvel. Yeah, right. Uh, for one thing, my the most pressing question I had about the trailer, not to go, not to reuse old material, two days old material, is what is it about gamma radiation that gives you a perm? <laughs> Two. That's that's your big hang-up, huh? <laughs> that's one of the biggest hangs up, hang-ups okay. because, that, I mean, as far as, like, dimorphism goes, and that's a word I picked up just yesterday, as far as, like, dimorphism goes, you would think it wouldn't really affect the follicles all that much, especially since, like, you know, Jen Walters in the show is, like, oh, she's got permanent, uh, you know, shower head. Um, but somebody said, uh, somebody put out the idea that, like, uh, uh, like a Hulk, a person's Hulk transformation is actually like how they see themselves on the inside, which if you've read comics, <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> really? Um, yeah, a little. She sees herself as a giant green yeah, okay. a, little, a little bit, a little bit. Now, that kind of does dovetail somewhat into the whole Doc Samson uh, element of the Peter David run, but you know, once you start getting into like... Um, God, who's that? Who's the weirdo that was writing the Hulk back in like the early 2000s? Turned him into an alcoholic. I'm trying to remember this. Anyway, they overwrote that shit so many times, and that with, with like all the stuff that they borrowed for the previous entries in the MCU, and this, and and with them trying to like dovetail that into it, it's like a, it stinks a bit. The other stuff is that like uh, the CG doesn't look good for a PS4 game. It looks bad, and uh, for a studio that um, I made this. Yeah, I hate sounding like a broken fucking record, but like for a studio that like almost topped out. Uh, virtual makeup with uh, Davy Jones in the second Pirates movie in 2006. That's ponderous as fuck. Like they've got way more money to work with now, and uh, less of a less of a crazy director, <laughs> you know. <laughs> or maybe that's why it was so good. Maybe he was like, "No, this sucks. You're all fired." Except maybe not. Come back. We'll work with this a little bit more. Well, um, keep in mind that that was Disney, and it probably ILM. I'm, I'm going to guess. While this is Marvel Studios, so they probably have a different um, Dave graphics school? firm. That would be pretty awful. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, saying that's worth throwing my former alma mater under the bus, I don't give a shit. She-Hulk as a concept, there's a reason that like nobody really tried to approach that property for ever since Bridget Nielsen, honestly. I, I don't think anybody's even like tried to... I don't think anybody's even thought about doing this for like over 30 years. And it's a tall goddamn order. Here's the Hulk, which is enough to swallow to begin with. We're going to take Freudianism and turn it into a Jekyll Hyde sort of a thing. How does that hit you? Well, as long as we can change his name to David, I guess we can make it work. (laughs) Um, She-Hulk is this, except she's self-aware, except... She's not as hideous, so you can't really get away with the whole Uncanny Valley-esque nature of makeup special effects. 
She knows she's being watched as if there is an audience participating in her adventures at the same time. Now, how do we make this work, gentlemen? Well, what we do is we take this script and then we rip it in half and then we throw it into the garbage can and allocate the budget to something we know what, to something that we can understand. I mean, imagine that. Imagine trying to pitch She-Hulk before there was a Deadpool movie. Before a Guardians of the Galaxy movie, for fuck's sake. And people can like throw all kinds of shit at the Dark World. I swear that movie made the rest of the MCU safe for viewers. Or safe for producers, at least. So, right. It was going to need to be handled. Like, really delicately. And they absolutely did not. They were like, well, you know what we can do with her in order to make this viable? This thing called CGI. Oh, fuck you, man. <laughs> Fucking fuck you. Nah. If, if, if this show works... It's not going to be because of the writing. Fuck, Lord, no, it's not going to be because of the writing. Because, God damn it, that dialogue was atrocious. That's my other complaint. But I'm just going to assume that they chose, like, the choicest cuts of crap from the entire run and decided to sell the show off of those merits. It's certainly not going to be because of the visual qualities. It's going to be because of the actress. And she's got a lot of fucking work to do. Yeah, let's get those fries to go. <sighs> like, Jesus fuck, man. Like, yeah, no... Shulky's sex forward. There, that, there's no question about that. Yeah, but she's not. But, but she's not cheesy fucking lines. No, no, no. She is cheesy fucking lines. It's just that she's not bad at cheesy fucking yeah. lines. Yeah. She's not shit that, that. She's not shit that would come out of like a 14 year old self insert sex comic from, you know, some from a very well used composition book. She's not that bad. Um and. That's one of the things I was talking about. Like, yeah, there's a, there's, there's, you can do cheese, but if you do it like insincerely, then it's fucking off-putting as shit. Yep. And that was all I was getting from that, from that trailer. Yeah, but she used that cheesy line on David Otunga, and it worked. So what does that say about him? No, no, no. What worked was the shot that followed it. That was what worked. Her carrying him. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. that was it. Because you couldn't see a most of the CG and b well, (laughs) that kind of a visual already has a built-in audience, if you know what I'm saying. So. Right. Yeah, I'm. I, I'll be honest with you. The the Moon Moon Knight not being for me is is one thing, but She Hulk looks terrible. Ms. Marvel looks fucking atrocious. Yeah, what's and the like, story with that, by the way? So they've they've completely just said no. We're not going to use any of her powers from the comics. Like it's Ms. Marvel. It's uh, it's Kamala Khan in name only. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, the powers yeah, are not there. an Inhuman in this, right? Nope, she's not an Inhuman. She well, doesn't have the the body shaping powers. That's what I really don't fucking like about that. Um, mm-hmm. Like the entire point of Ms. Marvel is that with her changing her body is is it's both a symbol of how she doesn't fit in in her own family mm-hmm. because she's a Muslim girl who wants to be a superhero, wants to be out and be you know who she is and show her personality when her religion and her family is saying no, you need to hide that. Right. And it's also a symbol of a person transforming as a teenager and turning into an adult. And it was supposed to be the symbol of that. And she doesn't do that now. Mm-hmm. Now she makes light beams and creates yep. hard light constructs. I'm like, that's a fucking green lantern ring. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's a fucking bummer. And yeah. they had like such an opportunity to go places like a lot of places with that. And honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go on a limb here and say that maybe the production team on, Miss Marvel uh, didn't have a whole lot of back and forth with the production team on She-Hulk because if so, they would have been like, look, we're making this shit work. Why can't you just do (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it might not turn out so well, but that's not stopping you from taking chances, is it? Really? 
He Come on. produces over at Disney. Like, as long as it doesn't interfere with Kenobi, do it. We don't give a crap. Whatever. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. 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 I think like, as long as it's Marvel, we don't give a shit. And people still come and watch it, and we'll get. Well, we'll up our subscription count because everyone's fucking ditching Netflix. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, that's for good reason, though. Ah. Uh... My rejection of Netflix is turning into, into like a bit of a mania now because uh, yesterday I got uh, one of their little solicitations in my inbox. And you know how cloying they can get like, come back to us. We miss you. No, you don't. You're faceless corporate entity. How can you miss? And it was like $9.99 from the, from, uh, for, per month. And I was like, what does this mean? And then they started making a mountain out of mashed potatoes. Um, no, anyway. Uh, <laughs> And it's one of those things where, like, they're showing you a number, you know, the number that you were comfortable paying with uh, a couple of months ago for the subscription, and then thinking to yourself, is this is this a temporary thing? Is this like an offer? Is this like when Comcast tells you that you're only paying sixty bucks a month, but that only goes about as far as like a half a year's worth of service or something like that? They're trying really hard, and they're trying really hard to lie for new subscriptions. <laughs> But they're not truly they're not trying anything in the way of like actually providing or getting back loyal customers anymore. And man, that's vexing as hell. <laughs> because because you remember what big what Netflix's Netflix's big thing was is just like everyone's like sick of cable. There's too much overhead now. And well, this doesn't have everything, but it has enough and it's convenient. This works. Oh, and it's also $7.99. Why would you take everything that like people like opted into for that service and just like and like quickster the shit out of it? <laughs> nice. Because it was the same fucking fucks. That <laughs> and that apparently learning disability is uh, actually a thing amongst uh, a group of people. Every so often, I get this uh, offer from Spotify. It's like, hey, we'd welcome you back for like. Uh, a third of the value for three months is mm-hmm. like, well, it's nice to be wanted, but you, no, you're not getting my money. <laughs> oh no, this, this, uh, this, uh, uh, this, uh, this bit of spam actually didn't have any of the uh, subtext on it. It was just like nine ninety nine, and I was looking all over for it. Just okay, where's the? How are you going to fucking fist me on this? Where is it? And it wasn't anywhere in the email. So they're getting gorilla about things, and uh, yeah, you know, you try harden up, man. For one thing, try this. Quit throwing half of your operating costs at things that suck that nobody watches. Do that first. Second, if you gotta spend flush on big projects, uh, give them a second season to find their audience. Especially if <laughs> yeah, especially let them if flush the first, out. The first audience is there already, and it's not as robust as you want it to be. Fuck you, man. You gave Lock and Key a second season just because they didn't spend as much as Archive 81. That show sucks balls, and nobody watched it. But it was cheaper. And the weirder thing is that, like, uh, when they assess Netflix originals, like TV series, they don't go by like uh, complete. Um, uh, they don't go by like audience retention or anything like that. They go by a watch pattern or some silly thing, where the viewing habits of the people that see it have to like be in line with, have to be in line with how viral the speech is about it. So if somebody's talking about it for like a week straight on Twitter, and the viewership isn't there, or I'm sorry, flip that. If the people are watching it, but nobody's talking about it on Twitter, then they're like, it's a failure. That's right. fucked up. <laughs> I, I, I think the uh, the dropping a whole season at once thing, that's that's what's really hurting Netflix. Because some of these other series, they drop one episode, everyone talks about it for a week, and they get that anticipation. is like, oh, tomorrow's Wednesday. Here we go for another episode. And yeah. that drops, and the, the whole cycle restarts again. Yeah. But with Netflix, they drop like half the season or a whole season of a series, and you have to binge and watch it. Otherwise, you could get it spoiled or 
some other nonsense like that. Yeah. Yep. It's completely tied to social media dynamism. And that's a fucked up fucking way of running a fucking business. I well, mean, it worked at first, but I think it they they're at a point where we have to rethink this. I, I think it worked well enough that they decided to make it an operating business model, though. And then they got super cold feet when Iron Fist dropped. If anybody remembers that, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's a reason that was like one of the first big shows that got canceled and created that many headlines. A, so many people wanted to see it canceled. But well, then uh, they went and did the fucking Defenders with the yeah. same director. And then they went and did, well, different creator. It was um, not Scott Buck this time. The dude, the poison Dexter, of all things. Oh, and turned, um, <laughs> speaking of the Inhumans, turned that into a four-letter word for Marvel. <laughs> um, <laughs> how does that guy still get work? No, it was like it was like a resounding failure, uh, especially for something that was tied to that license. It was also its first high-profile cancellation, even though other stuff had gone before it. But after that, you saw like stuff getting canceled left and right. I think Cowboy Bebop got canceled in its first week on the air. Second day. Something Second like day. Yeah. <laughs> y- yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to touch upon indies really quick. If anybody okay. saw the uh, the Nintendo showcase, because that was like. Uh, another, another part of the deluge of shit that happened in the last week. Uh, first of all, there's a demo on there for something called Card Shark. Download that immediately. That's the one that takes place in France, right? That's the one that takes place in France. It is a, a uh, it is a text adventure game and it is about cardistry. So I need you to experience that right away. Although it's not also about really good animation, but it just happens to have that in it. Mm. Okay. So there's I was that. thinking the Trigger Umbrella game looked good. Uh, Gunbrella, yeah, Gunbrella. that's my sh- that's my shit. I'm definitely on that. <laughs> yeah, so shit. Uh, Card Shark, um, Gunbrella looks fucking good, and anything described as like uh, noir punk is definitely on the radar. Um, but uh, fucking a, yeah, that was a deluge of awesome. And the big surprise, I don't think this actually was part of the indies thing, uh, but um, a game called Shattered is uh, getting a uh, an HD or an upres or some sort of a, a remake. Um, Brick Breaker. It's one of the first things I played when I got a PC, and that shit is stunning and has just the tits of all tits of, an, of a soundtrack. So now that people are going to be like knowing what that's all about, and I'm really excited to see that in the public discussion too. Um, but that was a cool drop. <laughs> that's going to wrap it up for episode. Yep, of the Cretan Skilled Podcast. <laughs> uh, don't even try anymore. Episode 100XX. Go uh, with that. Thank you, thank you all for, for joining us today. Be sure to join our Discord, and you can check out the link tree in all of our descriptions and on of our, all of our pages. It's going to take you to all of our socials, and all of our other media can be found in the description, or just do a search for Cretan Skilled. We're like the only fucking one on the internet. Um, you can follow Skipper Bob on YouTube at Skipper Bob's Breakdowns. That is Breakdowns, all one word. You can follow me on YouTube at Square Pegs. I am the one without Sarah Jessica Parker. We've got merch on tpublic.com that features the art of Tom Solo and our high-cost lawyer's boots and pieces from Bums R Us. Assure us that all products are legally confirmed to keep you warm on those cold summer nights. We are, of course, part of the Podfix Network, and as always, somehow, and to all of our followers, <laughs> new and old, we say, welcome to the Guild. This was a podcast of the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com. Join us on Tout with all your dogs and cats. <laughs> Thank you. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> Just have to get that out of your bloodstream. <laughs>